This is Mavis. You've heard her bark in the background. Just want to make a facial appearance. What kind of dog is it? She's the greatest multi poo on the planet. <laughs> Welcome back. We're excited to be with you today. Today on our show, we're going to go jump right back into the five love languages and jump into chapter five, quality time. All right. So one thing to remember, it talks about emotions. Now, if you have emotions, it's important to not judge them, but wait them. So emotions are neither good nor bad. They're simply a psychological response to the events of life. And so he kind of goes through an auditing process of your emotions and that'll do that. But it's important, like, if your spouse is emotional, not to judge that. Just realize that, that the spouse is, the emotional response is just a psychological response to life events. And doesn't mean it has an angle or doesn't mean that it means something. Now, sometimes it, it can, right? Um, sometimes in a, in a toxic exchange, emotion is used to manipulate you. So it's important to understand the difference. But if, you're, if your spouse is sincere, loving, and kind, and you know that, you don't necessarily have to worry about that and, just, and don't get triggered by the emotion. If your spouse is toxic and evil or, or, or toxic and really just horrible, then um, the emotionality is meant to create an emotional spark in you and in order to, and controlling. And just so when that spark comes up, in order to keep your composure, just realize that's a natural response to, to what's going on physiologically that's happening. And don't judge yourself for that. But stay in calm, stay in control, and um, don't fight emotionally. Yeah, which is where the break comes in if you need to. Take a break. Yeah. Take a break. And lots of times, like, that'll, I don't know. Once you can calm the emotions, then you can have a rational productive conversation rather than if it's built all on emotion, then you're just going at each other and you get nowhere. All right. So he talks about two different personality types and quality time, the dead sea personality type and the babbling book personality type, the dead sea it's in the middle East. The Jordan river flows into it. The reason it's called the dead sea is because basically the Jordan river water goes there to die. It doesn't flow out of the dead sea. And so the water comes in there's no outlet. And so at time, so over time, the water will evaporate due to you know, vapor pressure, sunlight, heat, all things. And you lose water. You end up leaving all the salts and all the other minerals behind in the water and um, making it to where it's hard for things to grow and thrive. And so they die there. And so a personality that is receiving all the time but not giving, the Dead Sea personality Consequently, the babbling book, Brooke, which, of course, you've probably already correctly identified as <laughs> my personality type. <laughs> yep. Like, I, I don't quit. Like, so blah, 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 blah. Right? <laughs> Just so. Um, anyways, we are influenced by our personality, but we do not have to be controlled by it is the reason why he brought this up. So you can control your personality type. If you are the Dead Sea, you need to talk more. You just do. Your spouse needs you to. If you're the babbling brook, you need to shut up <laughs> and listen. <laughs> what else you got, babe? Yeah, I highlighted that same thing, like all of that, because that's us. We're. I need to shut up. Well, and I need to talk more. Like that's that. That is that is a large part of our dynamic. 
So anyway. Quality activities. You got anything on quality activities? Uh, no, I didn't because I feel like we, I don't feel like that's a problem. quality activities. No, it's not a problem for us. I <laughs> feel like we, we are very intentional about um, having time together and picnics doing. We love picnics <laughs> with mosquitoes and flies. Baby. Yeah, we do. With no complaining. It's like, did we go to the manure pile for this picnic or what? <laughs> wait, you're not supposed to come. Wait, that was an example of what not to say. <laughs> I'm full of those. He's learning. Anytime you need an example of what not to say, just hit me up. I got them on the fly, like lock. I, I, I highlighted one of the byproducts of quality activities. They provide a memory bank from which to draw from for, through the years ahead. So we can, I think, you know, certainly that can resonate with us um, when we think, think about, you know, our trips to different places and, and the, the fun we had. You know, we've been we've had multiple amazing experiences in San Diego, for instance, or Florida. Mm-hmm. Our most recent trip to Santa Maria Island, you know, right. That was just like one of the greatest vacations we've ever had. And it was just you and me. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And it was right around the time of our honeymoon. And it was just perfect. Yeah. It was sweet, romantic. She acted like she loved me again. No. That was just Once for again, humor. Not to say. That was for humor. <laughs> Nails it every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in the synopsis of chapter five, quality time. Uh, number one, some couples together are... Some couples are together a lot more than others. If that's the case for you, don't try to make all your time together quality time. Designate specific times and places for planned togetherness. Number two, ask your spouse for a list of activities that they would enjoy doing with you. Number three, one way to share quality time at a distance. So if you have a long distance, husband's away from work, business trip, deployed to a different country, those types of things. So one of the ways to do that is to include your spouse in your day as it's happening. So um, send a photo of something you saw on your walk or um, relay a funny incident that happened in a meeting. And this is one lady said, my husband sent a photo of him, my daughter and the dog sitting on her front porch. I was at work and it made me feel like I was hanging out with them, you know? So just try to make sure you include them in your day. And so well, it's just a simple thing to do, even, even just on a normal basis, even if you don't have distance between you, but just to like, Hey, the kids did something cute and just send a picture to your spouse or whatever. Or, like I love hearing about things that happen. Or, or if your husband's or, at work and you're getting ready, send him a picture in your bra. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he will thank me for that. And you. Okay. <laughs> he will thank me for that. <laughs> he will thank you more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Think of an activity your spouse enjoys. Again, sex, but which uh, brings little pleasure to you, which hopefully isn't sex. All right. So, oh for goodness. example, okay, just so you know, so Gary Chapman didn't say anything about sex right. in that sentence. His sentence was think of an activity your spouse enjoys, which my brain, you know, and then, but which brings mm-hmm. little pleasure to you, which, you know, again, my brain extrapolated. So, you need to think of an activity that your spouse enjoys, but which brings little pleasure to you, right? So, crafting. <laughs> nature photography anyway, tell your spouse that you're trying to broaden your horizons and would like to join you would like to join them in these activities sometime this month so you know meredith has been a freaking trooper and one time she's like how is it possible that football is on all of the time during football season i don't know you watch you know you got sunday night you got sunday football multiple games you record them right monday night football 
Right. And then the games you don't watch on Sunday, you can watch Tuesday and Wednesday. And then you got ESPN for Thursday. And then there's college games sometimes Thursday nights. There's Thursday night football now. There's Thursday night football in the NFL. All the time. And then now the Saturday. And then you got Saturday the Saturday colleges. games. You got college all day long. I mean, you got date night Friday. I don't see the problem. Well, thankfully, <laughs> like, like you used to watch football a lot more than you do now. Where True. we, I don't know. You don't, you don't just, I mean, you, you will watch a game. Now and then. Well, but. when I was playing fantasy football, I had to keep up on a lot more things. And then when I really mm-hmm. got busy enough to where I could no longer feasibly play fantasy football because mm-hmm. I was spending too many plates already. And that was just a distraction from the goods. So I had to give up. I had to give up my fantasy football addiction. I'm yeah. still addicted. It's pretty good. It just took too much time. Like I got to the point where I, I wasn't able to keep up with the waivers wires. And when somebody got dropped, like I didn't know if they were a good player or not. Like I don't just... I didn't know. Anyways. All right. So number five, plan a weekend getaway just for the two of you sometime within the next six months. That sounds like a long time to give it. I would recommend this is Lonnie talking. Every month you should have a weekend getaway with your wife. If you can, if you can't, you should at least be going on date nights at least every other week. I think once a week best. So once a week, go on a date once a month. Have like a an overnight, just not not a crazy week. And it might you can camp in your tent in the backyard for however much it costs you to buy a tent. You can use that tent over and over and over. It doesn't have to be expensive. You can even have that be at home, you know, and and I've done this to where I have made and 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 served a wonderful candlelit dinner in our bedroom. And then we had dessert on our back table and it was Nutella toast and strawberries. It was delicious. And um, fabulous. And then we just listened to music and watched music videos and had a nice night in our room. But you know that could be, but that could also be a date night too. But I would recommend weekly, weekly dates, if you can, once a month, overnight activity, and then once a quarter, go somewhere with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you have children, you need to figure out how to fit that into that instead of not instead of that. You need to fit that into that. Right. Why do you suppose that's important, love? Well, you, why do you feel that? I mean, as parents, you, you, that's your obligation, right? You've got to have a healthy relationship between your spouse and you have to still be parents. You can't just forget you have children and, and, um, just run away all the time. I'm a better parent when I feel loved by my spouse. I'm a better parent when I'm not coming home and insecure about my relationship with my wife. And if I feel more loved, respected, I it just gives me that mojo where I just like, I'm better at everything and I think I'm better at being a parent. Yeah. I think know? everybody feels that way. And sometimes it's hard to recognize. Um, I don't know when you're short with your kids, maybe the underlying reason by where that, where that's coming from. Most of the time but. when I'm short with anybody in the house is because I'm frustrated about something external. Yes. Almost always. That's yeah. The problem is true. they don't see that. They don't get, they just know dad's, dad's a jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> dad's ticked off. That's all they get, unfortunately. And it's not fair and it sucks, but it's, that's, that's the way yeah. it is. Like, like, you know, I don't know. Um, well, and that's something like that's good to recognize too, that, that I've noticed that you have really tried to, to, to work on that where, and realize like, oh, I'm feeling super emotional, whatever, like, and you like do whatever to help yourself calm down and then, and then come back. Thank you. Gratefully Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just glad. I'm just, I'm just glad to see that uh, you observed that. Thank you. Well, yeah. All right. Number six. See the magic already happens. Number six. Make time every day to share with each other some of the events of the day. 
When you spend more time watching the news than you do listening to each other, you end up more concerned about the Middle East than you do about your spouse. Or when you spend more time on Facebook than you do listening to each other, you end up more concerned about your hundreds of friends than about your spouse. That reminds me of a joke about flies. I probably shouldn't tell. Okay. Squirrel. You're right. right. (laughs) Seven. You have two chores. Wait, you have to. Oh, sorry. It's number seven. You have to do chores anyway. So talk as you dust, declutter as you do laundry. It will make the work go faster. Jeez, I don't like that one because I hate doing stuff like that. But my wife has um, expressed, and I need to be better at folding the laundry with her, doing things with her, doing acts of service for her, which I do believe that is not the next love language. It's coming up, though, in a future episode. Um, Number eight, read the travel section of the Sunday paper together and dream out loud about places you'd like to go. Do you know anybody that still gets the Sunday paper? I don't. All right. (laughs) How old is this book? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's pretty old. That is a fantastic question. Let us let us let us look at things. Uh, 1973 was the first time. 73 in the 90s. (laughs) This this version was released in 2011. So how would you reword that for now, Judas? I don't know. Look at travel websites. Watch the Travel Channel. Yeah, we like to watch. Food stuff. Like, we're foodies. Yeah. And so we like to watch diners, drives, and dive, diners, <laughs> diners, dives, and drive-ins. Guy Fieri. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah. like, we've been to one in, one that was featured in Wyoming, and we just went to one the other night. Um, Lenny's here in Phoenix is was on there. So and, good. And fantastic. One of the best greasy burgers. Like, I think that is I-17 and Bell. It, no, it's I-17 and Glendale. I-17 and Glendale, if you're in the Phoenix area, it is west of I-17 on Bell Road, just less than a block on the Don't south side of the road. Huh? <laughs> what? Don't go alone if you're a woman. Yeah, it it's not scary. in the best part of town, but those Great burgers food. are the, like, if you want a nice, greasy diner burger, man, it is just hits those. Ah, it's fantastic. We should be food critics, bro. That's where we should take this thing. There's another one. Hey, that'd be fantastic. There's another spot. Uh, You guys want us to um, uh, food critic any restaurant for you, critique any restaurants, just let us know. We'd be happy to go check it out. (laughs) 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 Anyway, all right. That pretty much concludes chapter five. Last time we got through three, we only got through two this time. That might mean that's part of our core languages here. We're starting to jump into if something starts standing out to us more than others. But nevertheless, Anything else you want to add? No. Or no, close I think this that out? was good. Well, it was lovely having your contribution today. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. You Dave. finally get to talk about it. Right? That's right. Yeah, I know. Goodness. Oh, it's like a, that's why that's why we went way past our timelines is because uh, I guess this release, the pent up, like, I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> All right. We hope you enjoyed listening. Again, we want you to clickety click, do your part. We'd ask you to subscribe, like, and share this with people if you found value today. Uh, the people you like in your circle and network will most certainly find value as well. We appreciate all you listening. We appreciate you being here, babe. Looking so fantastic and creating so much great content for our, our listeners. And we appreciate you. And we'll see you again next time on The Value Script. <laughs>